Welcome to the December 29th, 2022 podcast of Wisdom Today. Hello, my name is Bill Kelly and I'll be your host today. Today we'll be going over Proverb 29, but before we begin, let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you would reveal for to everyone who is listening this podcast today how much you truly love each and every one. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Proverb 29, beginning in verse 1. He who is often rebuked and hardens his neck will suddenly be destroyed, and that without remedy. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when a wicked man rules, the people groan. Whoever loves wisdom makes his father rejoice, but a companion of harlots wastes his wealth. The king establishes the land by justice, but he who receives bribes overthrows it. A man who flatters his neighbor spreads a net for his feet. By transgression, an evil man is snared, but the righteous sings and rejoices. The righteous considers the cause of the poor, but the wicked does not understand such knowledge. Scoffers set a city aflame, but wise men turn away wrath. If a wise man contends with a foolish man, whether the fool rages or laughs, there is no peace. The bloodthirsty hate the blameless, but the upright seek his well-being. A fool vents his feelings, but a wise man holds them back. If a ruler pays attention to lies, all his servants become wicked. The poor man and the oppressor have this in common. The Lord gives light to the eyes of both. The king who judges the poor with truth, his throne will be established forever. The rod and rebuke give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings shame to his mother. When the wicked are multiplied, transgression increases, but the righteous will see their fall. Correct your son, and he will give you rest. Yes, he will give delight to your soul. Where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint, but happy is he who keeps the law. A servant will not be corrected by mere words, for though he understands, he will not respond. Do you see a man hasty in his words? There is more hope for a fool than for him. He who pampers his servant from childhood will have him as a son in the end. An angry man stirs up strife, and a furious man abounds in transgression. A man's pride will bring him low, but the humble in spirit will retain honor. Whoever is a partner with a thief hates his own life. He swears to tell the truth, but reveals nothing. The fear of man brings a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. 
Many seek the ruler's favor, but justice for man comes from the Lord. An unjust man is an abomination to the righteous, and he who is upright in the way is an abomination to the wicked. Today I'm going to take a closer look at verse 17. Correct your son, and he will give you rest. Yes, he will give delight to your soul. Friends, let's look at Proverb 22.6. It says, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is older he will not depart from it. I know that there are some parents today who feel it's very important to be friends with your children. And I'm here to suggest to anyone who has small children in the house that you do not take that approach. Your approach should be that you are not only the primary caregiver, but you are also the primary teacher for your children. I know we send our kids off to school, but the teachers that teach your children are not as influential in your children's life as you should be. You should be the primary teacher in your child's life, and it is up to us to train and teach our children the way they should go. Today we're going to continue our study in the book of Exodus. Today we're going to be looking at chapter 13. And I'm just going to briefly go over yesterday's lesson. And yesterday's lesson was the death of the firstborn in all of the Egyptian households. And it says there was wailing throughout the land of Egypt. And there was not one house in the entire land of Egypt that was not affected by at least one death. Today we're going to go over the Feast of Unleavened Bread. We spoke briefly about this yesterday, but I'm going to bring it more to your attention today because God wanted to make it clearly evident for His chosen people who now are the Jewish people, but these were the Israelites in that day, and we're going to talk about the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Chapter 13 beginning in verse 3. And Moses said to the people, Remember this day in which you went out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, for by strength of hand the Lord brought you out of this place. No leavened bread shall be eaten. On this day you are going out in the month Abib, and it shall be when the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites and the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, which he swore to your fathers to give you, a land flowing with milk and honey, that you shall keep this service in this month. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread, and on the seventh day there shall be a feast to the Lord. Unleavened bread shall be eaten seven days, and no leavened bread shall be seen among you. Nor shall leaven be seen among you in all your quarters. 
and you shall tell your son in that day, saying, This is done because of what the Lord did for me when I came up from Egypt. It shall be as a sign to you on your hand and as a memorial between your eyes that the Lord's law may be in your mouth. For with a strong hand, the Lord has brought you out of Egypt. You shall therefore keep this ordinance in its season from year to year. And if you did not get a chance to listen to yesterday's podcast, I would ask that you go back and take a listen to that. And I explained that the Feast of Passover, which is now called the Feast of Unleavened Bread, is still celebrated today by the Jewish people on an annual basis. This is a monumental thing because it ended 430 years of bondage by the Egyptians to the Israelites. And now they are free from that. Next, we're going to talk about the law of the firstborn. So we are in chapter 13 of Exodus, beginning... In verse 11, And it shall be, when the Lord brings you into the land of the Canaanites, as he swore to you and your fathers, and gives it to you, that you shall set apart to the Lord all that open the womb, that is, every firstborn that comes from an animal which you have, the males shall be the Lord's. But every firstborn of a donkey you shall redeem with a lamb. And if you will not redeem it, then you shall break its neck. And all the firstborn of man among your sons you shall redeem. So what the Lord here is doing, he is saying that since we killed the firstborn of all of the Egyptians, whether it was Pharaoh's son or the lowliest servant's son and the uh, firstborn of any animal as well, that instead of killing those people, you are going to redeem them and designate them to the Lord's service. I think that's awesome. And then the third one I want to talk about today is that Moses took the bones of Joseph. So let's go back to the 50th chapter of Genesis. And Joseph made the people promise that when they leave the land of Egypt, he made them promise that they would take his bones with them. And in chapter 13, verse 19, it tells us that Moses did that. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had placed the children of Israel under solemn oath, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here with you. And the fourth thing I want to talk about today is that the Lord went before them by day and by night. Listen, beginning in verse 20 of chapter 13. So they took their journey from Succoth 
and camped in Etham at the edge of the wilderness. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so as to go by day and night. He did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from before the people. May I suggest to you that God wanted to make it clear to all of the Israelites of himself. He wanted the people to know that he had delivered them from the Egyptian bondage. And so he did it by a pillar of cloud during the day and a pillar of fire at night. So the people were consciously aware of God at all times. I think that's wonderful. Okay, it's time for our call to action. Today is Thursday. I would like for you to continue in what I asked that you do, and I will remind anyone listening today for the very first time that in chapter 1 of James, it says that we are to be doers of the word and not hearers only. So every day when you listen to this podcast, I am going to encourage you to step out of your comfort zone. And what I'm asking you to do this week is simply to do one kind deed a day to anyone that you feel needs a helping hand. And that can be just as simple as just opening a door for someone. So this could be for a neighbor, it could be a friend, a co-worker, a family member. It doesn't really matter. But why? what I am encouraging everyone to do is simply to become conscious of the people around you. Because a lot of people around us are hurting. They need to be shown the love of God. And if we get in a habit of doing these things on a regular basis, I believe that our lives will begin to improve. In Galatians 6, 7, it tells us, be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Friends, if you do good deeds for people, good deeds will come back and be done to you. And our suggested scripture reading today is a wonderful chapter. The 13th chapter of Exodus would be number one, if you want to read one chapter, Exodus chapter 13. If you want to read two chapters, please continue reading the 11th chapter of Hebrews And our third reading today is Proverb 29. If you reread that in its entirety, there are a number of good verses that I believe will speak to you. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Friends, if you are listening today and you have never taken that step, 
I invite you to say a simple prayer after me right now. God, thank you for sending your son Jesus to earth. Jesus, thank you that you are willing to come to earth for us. Thank you that you set a wonderful example of how we can live our lives every day. You were tempted in all areas, as are we, and yet you never gave in to the temptation of sin. Yet, you were willing to die on a cross so that everyone listening to this podcast today would have all of their sins forgiven. Jesus, thank you for saving me. On the third day, you rose from the dead and you ascended into heaven, and now sit at the right hand of God. Thank you for saving me. Jesus, I invite you into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you repeated that prayer, reach out to me on my Facebook page, Bill Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. If you have any questions about anything you heard today, please reach out to me on Messenger, and I'll get back with you as soon as I can. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.